Hello, and welcome to another teaching by 119 Ministries. Our ministry teaches that the whole Bible is still true and directly relevant in our lives. If you would like to know more on what we believe and teach, please visit us at testeverything.net. We hope that you enjoy studying and testing the following teaching. What does it mean to be pharisaical? By definition, it can only mean to be like a Pharisee, right? So, what were the Pharisees like? If you were brought up like me, you were told that the Pharisees followed the law to the letter. They focused their lives on nothing but obedience to the law. This, in turn, resulted in them focusing on the external only and not on the internal. But is this true? Did the Pharisees really focus only on obedience to the law? We know that Yeshua reprimanded the Pharisees on many accounts. That being said, what were the Pharisees like in the eyes of our Savior? Well, let's see what our Savior said about them and even to them. Mark chapter 7. You have let go of the commands of God and are holding on to the traditions of men. And he said to them, you have a fine way of setting aside the commands of God in order to observe your own traditions. For Moses said, Honor your father and mother, and anyone who curses his father or mother must be put to death. But you say, If a man says to his father or mother, Whatever help you might otherwise have received from me is Corban, that is, a gift devoted to God, then you no longer let him do anything for his father or mother. Thus, you nullify the word of God by your tradition that you have handed down, and you do many things like that. So, here we have Christ himself accusing the Pharisees of forsaking the law of God to follow their own traditions. Did you catch that? They followed their own traditions. What else does our Savior say about the Pharisees? The teachers of the law and the Pharisees sit in Moses' seat. So, you must obey them and do everything they tell you. But do not do what they do, for they do not practice what they preach. Here he tells his disciples to obey what the Pharisees teach. They taught the law, but he instructs them to not do what they do. What did they do? They did not practice what they preached, the law. He calls the Pharisees and teachers of the law hypocrites. <laughs> wow! So here we find that they preached the law but they didn't practice it. In the same text, he calls them blind guides and fools. It's interesting to note that the Pharisees were all about the tithe, yet they belittled the rest of the law. Consider, Woe to you teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You give a tenth of your spices, mint, dill, and cumin, but you have neglected the more important matters of the law, justice, mercy, and faithfulness. You should have practiced the latter without neglecting the former. You blind guides, you strain out a gnat, but swallow a camel. They stressed the tithe, yet they reasoned away following the other matters of the law. How could they do that? And who does that sound like today? Think about it. Compare what Christ himself said to his disciples about their righteousness. For I tell you that unless your righteousness surpasses that of the Pharisees and the teachers of the law, 
you will certainly not enter the kingdom of heaven. Wow, this is huge. Remember, they taught the law, but they didn't practice it. This verse tells us that the Pharisees' righteousness was not of the fathers. It also tells us that the Pharisees were not going to enter into the kingdom of heaven, and if the disciples didn't do better than the Pharisees, they wouldn't enter either. Why? Because they were pursuing a righteousness that was created by man and not that which came from the Father. Compare the following. Has not Moses given you the law? Yet not one of you keeps the law. So, the Pharisees were given the law, but they didn't keep it. So, to be Pharisaical is to be one who does not keep the law, but pursues another righteousness. Now, one more thing before we conclude. Look at Matthew 5.20 one more time. For I tell you that unless your righteousness surpasses that of the Pharisees and the teachers of the law, you will certainly not enter the kingdom of heaven. What is Yeshua telling us here? He's telling us that unless we are pursuing the righteousness that the Father gave us, we are endangering ourselves from not entering the kingdom like the Pharisees. Understand that this is not a works-based salvation. It's a proof-based salvation. Consider what James said in chapter 2. In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. But someone will say, you have faith, I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds, and I will show you my faith by what I do. You believe that there is one God. Good. Even the demons believe that and shudder. Now consider what he says just five verses later. You see that a person is justified by what he does and not by faith alone. <laughs> you see, faith is the root and obedience is the fruit. The fruit is the proof of what faith you are walking out. The fruit is what shows what is planted in your heart, the eternal word of God. That is the seed and that which is in you will come out of you. And so, though the Pharisees may have preached the law, they were not walking it out, as Yeshua said in Matthew 23. So, you must obey them and do everything they tell you, but do not do what they do, for they do not practice what they preach. Please understand that this is Yeshua at the end of his earthly ministry, telling his disciples to follow the instructions of Yahweh as given through Moses. Thus, we are to follow Yahweh's eternal instructions and not those which are passed down from man. I guess the question for us today is this. Who are the Pharisees today in the eyes of our Savior? Would it be those who show their love for the Father by pursuing obedience to the law given through Moses as exemplified by Yeshua? Or those who forsake the law to follow their own man-made rules and doctrines passed down by their forefathers? something for us to think about. We hope you've enjoyed this study. Remember, continue to test everything. Shalom. It is because of you, our generous supporters, who make it possible to offer these high quality teachings completely free of charge. If you feel led to support 119 Ministries so that we can continue this effort, please visit testeverything.net. 
and click on the Support 119 tab. Learn how you can partner with us to take the whole Word of God to the nations. In a world of depressing headlines and uncertainty all around us, good news is very welcome. Many have heard of the death, burial, and resurrection of our Messiah, and that is most certainly good news. But have you heard of all of the good news? Have you heard the whole gospel? There is so much more good news. Have you heard the gospel of the kingdom, or the eternal gospel, or even the mystery of the gospel? Learn why our Messiah had to be resurrected and see the complete biblical picture that was always intended. Prepare to be amazed and humbled by examining the gospel from the perspective of the whole Word of God. Prepare to take the gospel you have known, combined with the rest of the good news, and watch as the deeper purpose of our Creator's plan is unlocked in beautiful perfection. The time is now to experience the whole gospel and the joy of all of the good news. Watch What is the Gospel from 119 Ministries for free online or order the two-disc DVD set at testeverything.net. One Nineteen Ministries is now available on Roku, Apple TV, Google TV, Xbox Live, and more. You can now access dozens of free video teachings straight from your home television in the comfort of your home. If you would like to learn more, please visit us at testeverything.net.